0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Lockout. I'm surrounded by a lot of red and a lot of yellow.
1: Forza Italia. That's it.
0: It's a reason to celebrate. Uh, Ferrari didn't fuck up.
2: I know. And it's been so long since we haven't.
0: Yeah, it really
2: <laughs> has. It's been... It's been three
0: days. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> How was everyone's weekend? Watching F1?
2: Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Um, quite an enjoyable race, I thought. Until the end, anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was nice to see what I thought was a... A pretty straightforward strategy from Ferrari. Took a gamble when they needed to.
0: It seemed ballsy, like it wasn't like they were waiting on the sidelines, letting Charles make the decision. Like they were, they were getting their arm elbows out, and making decisions.
2: Yeah, and it was for Max. It was kind of one of those situations where, with that early uh, VSC, whatever one team does, the other one was going to do the opposite. So, mm. they had to take the yeah. punt. They, they had, had to yeah. do something. Different. You had to take a punt. Yeah. Yeah. It was. You, you could you could see Max was catching was catching Charles, and if they both stayed out, he would have been swallowed up anyway. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see them try something. Um, it was nice to see all the pit stops go well.
1: That was a first.
2: I know, it was right? That was
0: a yeah, <laughs> yeah they were all pretty clean, weren't they? Well, they yeah. were just great. Yeah, yeah. Like well, the, the pit stops in long.
2: general on the weekend were a bit slow across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. Um, it must have been really hot.
0: I saw a Rebel pit stop that was 2.1, which I was thinking,
2: yeah, is that?
1: Oh, that's, that's, that's just like, that's week in, week out. That's, that's yeah. like clockwork. Really? That's I thought that was
0: right ne- next to the record of this season with the new tyres.
1: I think this season's record is too flat. Too flat, yeah. okay. Yeah, which is ridiculous, but. It is know, ridiculous, side yeah. Side note.
0: For sure.
1: Yeah, no, it was um, like I said, it was nice to see them kind of go proactive on the strategy for once and try and do something a little bit different. Um, sort of, I swung around a little bit on my thoughts on it because at the time I was a bit like, well, why wouldn't you just leave him out there and just let him fight it out on track and maybe some maybe, you know, the Ferrari had really good straight line speed, maybe Charles can make something happen. But I think when um when he made the second stop and he was slower than Max on brand new soft tires, yeah. Was like, yeah he, he would have had <laughs> nothing. He it would have got to like lap forty, Max would have just been past him straight away. Yeah. 100%. Max was just carving through the field. Oh, 100%. As usual. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well. He had rockets behind that car again.
1: Yeah. Just unreal. Yeah. I mean, he was passing people into Ascari. And like, that's not traditionally no. a passing spot in Monza.
0: No, no. And just how he took over, what, four or five people within a lap.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah. By the end of lap one, he was on the podium. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Just, no, yeah. crazy. Comparing that with like how Perez sort of cut through the field. I know Perez had a little bit of bad luck with his early stop and a few breaking dramas. But like Max was, you know, through people like they weren't even there. Even Sainz was just going through people and, and Perez was sort of getting through it, but a little bit slower. Um, But Max is just on a different level yeah. yeah,
0: Perez is the funny one Like man You look at the pace of Verstappen And you're like Why isn't Perez doing as well He's He was doing really well I feel like in that sort of Middle of the season yeah. Sort of start of the season He was sort of Not matching Max But he was up there mm. And now they're sort of Not even remotely together Got his, win.
2: Got his win in Monaco
1: Yeah Got his contract Yeah It yeah. seems
0: like I don't know, we'll bring this up later, but for me, th- it seems like the technical directive that came in about the floors, mm-hmm. that was sort of a catalyst for a, l- a lot of changes throughout the grid, mm. uh, including the Perez-Verstappen gap.
1: Well, Perez is actually, I'm not sure about Monza, but Perez is actually running an older spec floor on his Red Bull. Still. Yeah, so the rumour was that Verstappen's floor was up to five kilos lighter, even after the technical directive. Right. I'm not sure I if that changed. I thought they would have it by now because it's yeah. been a while. No, in Spa it was, they were different floors in Zandvoort, they were different floors. I'm not sure if they're on the same or different floors yet in Monza. Right. So that was that was one reason behind it. Um, and that's purely just a budget cap thing. Yeah, that they couldn't okay. afford to make two of them and yeah, push right. them out. We've seen it with Haas already that they they ran two different packages. Uh, Williams also ran two different packages. Yeah. Um, that's just that's one reason for it. Yeah. The other reason is just Max is just on a fucking completely different level to every other competitor on that grid. Yeah, Ridiculous, but it's more right?
0: extreme than it has ever been. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. there's definitely fair questions that can be asked just of why that is the case.
1: Reminds mm. me of
2: that, that early era of Red Bull domination with Seb when he yeah. would just like take off into the sunset and leave everyone else behind him. Mm.
0: Yeah, for sure. So... Do you think that the technical directive has anything... I have this theory that maybe the technical directive, its initial purpose was to sort of harm Red Bull and help the rest of the grid. And it seems like it's done the complete opposite to that, in a sense. I but think I don't think you completely... C- you can put Ferrari's lack of pace down to the technical directive or M- Max's pace down to it. Mm. But I do think it has played a part in... The the gap now between Ferrari and Red Bull That was at the start yeah. of the season pretty close
1: I think Ferrari, if anything, stood still And Red Bull kind of moved forward relative to them
2: Yeah, yeah. Red Bull pushed ahead yeah. Mercedes got closer And Ferrari didn't really go here nor there Yeah um, so
1: That's it's, probably the easiest way to explain it I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's
2: made the competition between Ferrari and Mercedes a lot closer mm. uh, Closer than it was at the start of the year anyway uh, And Red Bull's just kind of kept on motoring
1: yeah, that yeah. they've had an efficient car since day one like it's been a pretty easy car to set up it's it's suited almost every track yeah yeah. it makes sense that if you are going to change the rules halfway through the season like that car would be the least yeah. impacted most adaptable yeah exactly
0: yeah I read this thing uh, on Twitter I think it was uh, people trying to you know just sort of chatting about this topic and, and trying to work out sort of these differences and maybe where has fallen off in terms of their performance um, and I don't know if you've heard of Dunchester. He's a FIA accredited journalist that works specifically with Ferrari and and Mm. sort of reporting on them specifically. Mm. And he said he personally thinks the TD39, which is a technical directive, has changed the car balance um, and they need more time to optimize setup. So, they need a lot of adjustment updates um, and increased PU mode to compensate. So, for example, Red Bull come into the weekend and whatever the conditions, they can quickly adapt and yeah. get that car into sort of that performance-like sweet spot. Yeah. Whereas Ferrari is sort of struggling more so than they were at the start of the season to get it into that sweet spot. And it I takes think, a lot more.
1: I think that checks out because Red Bull were working on their race pace from Friday, from the second they went out 100%. on Friday morning. Yeah. They knew Max was starting towards the back. They They didn't even bother going for a qualifying run. They didn't bother towing. It was all about what's the quickest way from... Like lights out to flag on Sunday. That's all we care about. It's
2: been the case for most of the season. Uh, Mm. Red Bull have been more than happy to to sacrifice a pole position for race pace. Yeah. Um, Why other teams aren't doing that, I'm not exactly sure. Because it seems to be working really well for them. Yeah. Um, But yes, Charles. That was like his eighth pole or something.
1: Yeah. But when it comes to race, they against that Red Bull is a sitting duck. So, Do you think that's purely a driver thing though? Do you think that's because they got such confidence in their driver now that they're just like, as long as we deliver him a car that has enough top end speed to he'll make get overtaking the job done. moves and we give him a strategy that's not an absolute shit show, yeah. he'll deliver.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, he's ballsy enough to go
1: for that gap and go for that overtake. So yeah, they know regardless.
2: He's, he'll aggressively drive until he's at the front.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. I would argue as well though, that if you're at the level that he is, the team will do everything they can to make that car and the team, you know, like we've talked about before, suit him Mm. and his driving style and everything. So I think they just nailed that to the T. Um, With Ferrari, it's not as straightforward. Obviously, Leclerc is the favourite and they would sort of cater to him, but maybe they just don't understand his driving style as clearly yet. Um, But it just seems like that, that Red Bull is, you know, literally moulded to his body in the sense every sense
1: of the word. It's crazy, hey. Yeah. They're fully around him now. Yeah. Fully he's around he's him, their yeah. boy.
0: Yeah. Um, as fellow DeFosso yourself, you're both <laughs> Italian. <laughs> what was your take on the crowd? I've heard oh, I've heard some bad raps from the weekend in terms of organisation, um, which I'll sort of highlight in a second, but mm. the crowd seemed amazing. All the cheers and everything it was amazing to be back at Monza again for Yeah. Such a, you know, historic race.
2: Oh, it's any any time we go to Monza, it's, it's a it's a spectacle. It's always brilliant to watch on the telly. Um, it, it's a sea of red. Mm.
1: Um, best podium of the year as well. Oh, unreal! When, when that crowd invades the track after the race, it's like yeah,
2: you don't see that anywhere else in the world. Just no. yeah, the way it's staged, the way it's positioned, and and the view you get, that would just be incredible. Mm. I guess the one thing that was kind of disheartening was hearing all the booze at the end. I sincerely hope they weren't towards Max and they were more towards the, the decisions car. made on how the race ended. Yeah. Because that I, was I, got got no I got no beef with Max. He's just too
1: good. Yeah, <laughs> and Max didn't have a beef with the crowd either. No. He was just kind of like, they might have been booing me, they might have been booing the organisers. Don't really know. I don't really care.
0: We did see that video though of uh, Ferrari fans walking around, apparently taking sort of merch off the Verstappen fans and spitting on it and throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I... When I saw the video, it didn't sound seem that aggressive, but I guess that's to be expected. It's yes. so like going to a a local derby and going to the wrong side of the pitch, yeah. into the that's just into the supporter section. It's like what do you expect?
1: Let's insert any European sport here. Yeah, and it's not the first time they've had that at the racing this kind of year, and it's not going to be the last now, by the sounds of it. Yeah, it's not great. Like I don't agree with it. No, it's not but a good thing. You know. but
0: the Swappen fans are feist themselves. Yeah. As we've heard absolutely from yeah. the yeah. last few
1: races. So. Did you see they tried to build their own grandstand on Dude, the Friday? that was incredible. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> hey, believe <what>? that. <laughs> they yeah, they so rocked up to the track with Scaffold and they tried to build their own grandstand. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: let, let me read you the headline. It's yeah. freaking hilarious. Police intervened in the camping area near the Prima Variante. Variante?
1: Variante, yeah. Variante. Yeah. Close enough, yeah. And yeah. here they
0: surprised <laughs> some 80 Dutch fans who had introduced a few tons of material, such as scaffolding pipes, Fittings and platforms to create a large grandstand right next to the um, of the network that delimits the stretch of track of the Autodrome.
2: Jesus, I'm just trying to think of all the security checks we have to go through to get into Albert Park. Where did you smuggle <laughs> a scaff
1: tube? <Yeah. laughs> how do you bring scaffolding in? Yeah, I know, it's unbelievable. Or well, how much did you have to pay the guard to get in? Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's probably the more pressing question. That's how the more did they in get way, in? Yeah. Because I was
0: hearing stories of you know lines one kilometer long to get in. Mm. So let me read you. M- so I had a friend um, who was there mm. and she basically gave me her hot take from Monza and mm. this is exactly how it read. My hot take from Monza was that it was organized like fire festival. We queued <laughs> for one and a half hours every day to scan tickets to get in after it, taking three hours to get there by train. They had a token system where you had to join a huge line for tokens and then the machine didn't work. So we ended up having like one drink a day, which as an Australian is just atrocious. We yeah, mm, least 20 right. drinks a yeah. day. yeah. Yep. Um, there was also hardly any toilets or water for the huge crowd. Apart from that, it was also a semi-boring race with a really anticlimactic finish.
1: See, I reckon that's what the booing at the end was more about. Like, imagine you yeah. you went through all of that. Yeah. You actually were watching a pretty decent race and then it ends in like the most disastrous way possible. There was the game. potential for a really like they intense could have had, finish. Uh, yeah, they could yeah. have had like a grandstand finish like yeah. Abu Dhabi last year, I don't, one, two lap sprint. I don't
2: necessarily think, the, the winner of the race would have changed but throughout nah. the
1: rest of the grid
2: there was opportunities even for the podium to change like I, mm. I honestly would have backed Carlos
1: to have a good crack at George yeah, he had a lot of pace yeah, yeah.
0: like early on when he was coming from the back like taking over everyone so quickly absolutely and the
1: place would have gone off like if two Ferraris were on the podium 100%. on like the you know the last the yeah. second last lap
0: what would you prefer a Ferrari to win without the second driver on the podium, or two Ferraris to get on the podium?
2: Oh, Ferrari, Ferrari win. win! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> we enough. didn't we didn't pre-plan that. Or no, anything. that's just yeah. yeah. No, that's a stupid question. Yeah, that have. was an easy one. Okay. <laughs> all right, stupid question. <laughs> Give, given all the boos we heard on the weekend, do we think that we owe Michael Massey an apology? Oh,
0: well, it depends what you what your take was last year when that safety car happened, because. Obviously, I'm biased to Max, and I loved that decision at Abu Dhabi mm. because it benefited him. But yeah. I also think it was the right thing to do because yeah. there was no way you could end debatably one of the best seasons in F1. Imagine Absolutely. It, imagine it ended with like ending it, it did on, a on a safety, safety car. Yeah. We,
2: saw, we saw how a dead rubber race in Monza ended, yeah. and no one liked it. No. Imagine the most like nail biting season in f1 ending like that
1: and it was also like a different scenario because in abu dhabi like they they could restart the race they had cleared yeah. the cars they had the opportunity to restart exactly it. in monza they never got that opportunity no. like, they dicked around for too many laps they didn't Sent pick the up the leader car at the wrong time yeah they, they couldn't clear ricardo's car so they, they never really had the option it was kind of like if you wanted to restart it you would have had to red flag it yeah which they didn't have a need to red flag it that's what I remember the commentators it.
0: saying. It's like, you yeah. kind of need a reason to red flag. Yeah. Tr-
2: like it wasn't particularly, was it no wasn't unsafe to a degree where they needed to. There to were no barriers that needed fixing. Yeah. Or yeah.
0: Like that. So it makes sense. But I would argue that that shouldn't happen again.
1: Yeah. I think it's up for review. Like I know in other forms of motorsport, you get to like the last five laps of the race. And if you have a safety car called, they, they just blank it comes in. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. And they, they do a quick restart. Maybe you could apply something similar. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I can't, can't really
0: come in with a new type of flag, Ooh. new colour.
2: I can't really fault any decisions made on the weekend at Monza because that was as by the book as it gets. Mm. I mean, besides the safety car and coming you, out <laughs> in front of the wrong car.
0: Can you imagine if they, like, no matter what had happened, just like Abu Dhabi, yeah. there would have been uproar. Like, imagine yeah. if they'd exactly. gone against the rules and red flagged it. Everyone was like, ah, fucking Abu Dhabi, round two. (laughs) Like, all this shit. It's like, you can't win, yeah, no matter what happens. And like, there was, I saw on Twitter, there was, um, the trending tweet was fixed with F1 in it. F1 fixed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, everyone was going off. These were some of the comments. They were, so fraud, Stappen can finish the race behind the safety car, but you broke the rules that Lewis couldn't. For Stappen leading equals race ending on a safety car. Hamilton leading equals rules broken to give one lap racing... And then the other one was they're gifting for another win. This sport is a joke.
1: It's so. frustrating, isn't it? Because the whole reason that this race finished behind the safety car was because they reviewed the process. Yeah, it was from a last knee-jerk season. reaction to <laughs> last <laughs> season. Yeah, learned, <laughs> learned from it and essentially put systems in place so that the same situation would it never happen, happen again. again. And, and then now when it's flipped, yeah, and now when like, it actually plays out how they want it to, everyone's like, "Well, that was shit. Why can't we just do it the same way we did it last year?" Exactly. Yeah, it's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Which one do you yeah. want? It was yeah. it was as by the book as it gets, but if that's
2: how it's gonna be, throw the book out because that sucked.
1: Yeah. yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't make it good, but it it does make it right if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one enjoyed it, but it, no one can argue with what we, happened. Yeah,
0: yeah, hundred um, percent. Horner had his two cents on the issue. Of course, said, he did. <laughs> there are lessons to learn. It goes against the principles that we've all discussed. He said, talking about. Um, Ending under a safety car mm. He said It's not good to finish the race under a safety car If they had known They couldn't get it going They should have red flagged And restarted They're all sitting down on Monday All the team managers The president is getting involved And Absolutely. we're going to discuss Where to go from there so Think we'll
2: Almost see. every team principal That I heard Post race Didn't have a positive thing To say about it mm. And the only one Who was different Was Toto But that's because He's still salty
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah But Lewis still had his PTSD yeah. When he's getting out of the car And he kind of had flashbacks To Abu Dhabi Yeah mm. But everyone else on the grid, driver, team principal, mm. anyone, no one was a fan of how that race ended. Yeah, and I think specifically Horner as well. Like he he didn't really yeah. have to have a buy-in in there. Like in Abu Dhabi, it worked in his favour. Here, it worked in his favour. Like, what was he going to say it worked both ways yeah, for him? He's yeah. Like, well, either way, he, I won. So you know, hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what they what comes out. We've got three weeks, so mm. I'm sure they can make a interesting in three time. weeks
2: too. Very interesting Why is that? three weeks. I feel like in this little break, I'm hoping anyway we may get some further developments in who's going to be driving where next year.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: it's summer break round too. Yeah, it's pretty like, much.
1: Just when you thought you had a bit of clarity as well, like Nick DeVries pops up with that absolutely fantastic that performance. Boss from that him. that was performance of the weekend for me. Ridiculous, right? Yeah, 100%. ridiculous.
0: He. It couldn't have gone better for him. And he just seemed to have so much confidence in that
1: car. Yeah. Oh, he smashed it. Yeah. Like, absolute superstar.
0: I saw this meme and it was like, you know, Williams sort of accepting the fact that they're like a bottom tier team. Yeah. And then Nick DeVries comes along and they're like, oh, we with him and yeah. Albon, we don't have a bottom team. It's like, yeah. yeah I feel like Latifi makes them feel
2: like they're He's way go. shitter than they are.
1: Mm, like he has to go. Yeah. And like I expected him to have sort of, the measure of Latifi pace wise and and keep up with everybody else pace wise but it's like the little details that he wouldn't have never he would never done in an F1 race weekend like the start the first lap Mm -hmm. you know your pit stop following cars in traffic managing tyres all like that all those little nuances that actually make build up a really really great race like he smashed all of that
0: yeah he seems like personality wise he's got a great package so humble right
2: he's so Mm. yeah he was really it was nice to listen to him speak
0: it's yeah. nice. Yeah, he's a smiley guy. He's obviously—I don't know if you saw all the hugs and stuff that were happening with the drivers. Yeah, like George Russell, Hamilton, Verstappen. He's mates with all of them. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's just such a—he's a very likable guy, and even um, Jos Capito, mm. uh, pre another likable guy, another really likable guy. Him. I love that <laughs> man. He's—he's he's he's so awesome. genuine. Yeah. yeah. And they were interviewing him and asking, you know, what's the vibe in the in williams you know is there a rivalry now between latifi like is, surely they're both under pressure to perform you know it's like who's going to take that seat um and you know he's like what are you going to say to to DeFries? you know going to mm. turn one and you know joss was like oh just told him to just go for it like enjoy yeah. it go for it whatever happens happens like if you crash out we won't care yeah. mm. you know just enjoy it and
2: points on debut it's a dream right yeah, yeah. In, a in a Williams. In a Williams. Yeah, Sorry, points on debut in a
1: Williams, and that that's that 100%. Like big asterisk there, like, <laughs> 100%. that can't be overstressed either. Like, it's it not took like George he jumped two in. years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's not like you can jump say, oh, he jumped in a front-running car and like got points, or you know, heaps of heaps of the front-running cars got knocked out or anything like that. Like yeah. the top half six of cars, behind him. Yeah, half <laughs> of them started behind him, still overtook him. They all finished one to six. He still got points. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it, that's that's an absolute cracker job.
0: Hundred percent, and it seems like a lot of teams are looking at him. Yeah. All the teams that need a driver for next year are yeah. seriously thinking about him. There's a lot of different. There was, I remember he's like done a. Hasn't he done an F1 test now with like three or four different three teams? Three teams. Yeah, he tested
2: with us and Martin on the Friday. Mm. Yeah, and then was in the Williams for Quali. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: seems like everyone's sort of trying to get a bit of a bite.
1: Of yeah,
2: him. all the all the Merc run teams anyway. Merc engine teams. Yeah, mm.
1: so yeah. He'll it'll be
0: interesting to see where he ends up. Yeah,
1: apparently uh, he's gonna. He'll test the Alpine now as well. Um, oh, really? potentially okay. alongside Colton Herder. Um So that, that'll that be an interesting shootout. But I think if you're Williams, you'd do a lot worse than to end up with like an Albon de very partnership next season. That'd be a really, really strong. Pretty solid lineup. combo, yeah. It would.
0: I would. And I feel like that's a perfect catalyst for them to start maybe Improving, coming up the yeah. grid a little bit. And yeah. Everyone would love to see that.
1: If you don't have a question mark over the drivers, you can, then, you can focus yeah. on the other parts of the team that need to be fixed. Well, Latifi is the only driver on the grid not to score
2: a point. He's now twenty first out of twenty. Yeah, he's just like the goat.
1: He's he's fishing lower. He's lost out, low. out
2: to three different teammates throughout his career. He's lost out. He's lost out to DeVries over one race. He's lost out to Albon. He's lost out to Russell. Like every driver you put him with, he loses. Mm. Why is he still there?
0: One of my favourite memes was you know the domino meme where it's like starts with small domino and ends with the the, the big the, the one. The small yeah, yeah, domino yeah. was Alex Albon getting um, appendicitis, appendicitis. <laughs> and the last domino was Latifi losing his
2: seat. Absolutely, yeah. there's just, I can't see a reason for him to still be in the sport mm. No,
0: there is no reason, no. other than his money Yeah, that's but a pretty big reason
2: <laughs>
1: It's it's a big reason <laughs> He
0: poses a question, for a team, where is it, like, I feel like for, um, for Williams, it's not really paying off now As in, the initial investment from Latifi's family would have been, the money is just, you know, to keep the team alive And mm. they're in F1, they needed that but at what point is getting a paid driver not worth it because they're shit?
1: I think it changed yeah. this season. I think with the cost cap now, everything's changed because yeah. now you know exactly how much cash you need at the start of yeah. the year mm. to the end of the year. Like we, we physically cannot spend more than this except for in a couple of areas. Yeah. One of those areas is the driver. If that's now one of your you know, handful of variables that money is no object, you have to put the best driver in the car. Absolutely. Assuming you can meet the budget cap. Yeah.
0: And after everyone's seeing Gunter Steiner's masterclass of mm. absolutely swindling <laughs> the um, Mazepin, Mazepin family. <laughs> family for their money, and then yeah. using that to create an epic car for this year, um, I don't doubt they're going to do the same to Latifi.
1: Yeah, watch this space. Yeah,
0: fingers
3: crossed. Hello,
0: Welcome to the couch, Mercedes.
3: Thanks for having me. It's good to be on here because I was sitting over there and yeah, I was start like starting to cook a little bit. Just on, and I don't want to get too far into it again, but just in the conversation we're touching on with how the race ended this week and how it ended in Abu Dhabi. Still salty Mm. from Abu Dhabi. Well,
1: naturally. What driver do you support again? (laughs) Well,
3: look, I don't disagree that it was more entertaining last year. I just think what I'm getting at and you said something along the lines, well, this just proves that this was the, last year was the right way to finish the race. It was, yeah. But it wasn't because it went against the rules and this year we've gone with the rules and proven that they were wrong, which should have been the case last year. If the race had followed the rules and been shit finished, It followed the rules and we can all argue that was crap and stuff but at least then we can say, we did the rules, we'll review them, we change them. The
0: stakes were too high in that final race to just go along with the rules. It was like, it was a moment that required breaking rules. Because can you imagine, man, ending that season last year under a safety car? Yeah,
3: but look at all the court trials and everything that proceeded after it because of how it was handled. If it had gone by the rules and everyone's disputing how shit they were, but valid argument from, for from an amazing season.
0: It, all anyone would have ever remembered about last year's season is that it ended under a safety car when two drivers were on the same points.
3: Yeah, and the argument now is that it ended. At, it ended by someone breaking the rules and a driver winning by, by default.
0: But you could argue as a sport because realistically, when you think about it, nothing in sport really fucking matters. It's just all about entertainment, yeah, it and is. enjoying yourself, right? Yeah. So if you're gonna go technical all the time, boring as shit. F1 is for the spectacle. We're mm. here to enjoy races. Mm. We're not here to watch races and other safety. But I think car. the
1: key point there is we can't manufacture and fake the enjoyment. It's got to come. It's got to come naturally. It's got to come from events just actually happening on track that like nobody within planned. within yes. the rules yeah. that
3: are implemented at that time. Yeah, and that's my point. Like I don't disagree that. That was way more entertaining, and I would have backed that to be the race had that fallen within the rules, and I definitely would have said if it had have ended in a safety car, they need to review that because that was garbage like I would like we'd all be sitting here going how bad last year ended, yeah, but they broke the rules, and it didn't go that way, so i yeah I, okay. st- I sit by it I, my I think final it
0: argument is I would say, like we discussed from last year's race, what they should have done is they should have red flagged it yeah, and let. Lewis going to the same ties as Max, and then you got an equal race on the final lap. Yeah, I, I agree. Think,
1: no, I knowing what we know now, that would have been the yeah, only I mean, fair way to start out. A beautiful thing. And it's yeah. the
0: same way they should have dealt with the race on the weekend. I think it's fair that yes, you got a red flag for a reason. Mm. Uh, there should be some other flag or something that maybe doesn't take as long. Because red flags is a, a minimum time they've got to stop. Yeah, for.
1: they've got to go into the pits. They've got to recheck well, you, the cars, mechani- have mechanical changes. Something
3: about like in other motorsports, they got like a fi- after five on the remaining five laps. Yeah, and call it there. I That'd think be-
1: IndyCar is one that I don't, but I don't know if it applies to road courses and ovals. But they, I'm pretty sure when they get into a certain percentage of the race, they can they can drop a red flag and effectively just pause the race exactly how they were at the time yeah. and then restart. Like, there's huge differences there because they, they go with rolling starts, F1 does standing starts. There's like all different factors. And then, mm. how do you maintain that no one touched the cars in that scenario? How do you restart the F1 cars really quickly at the drop of a hat? There's just like, there's so many other factors that would need to be ironed out. But I do agree, I think it's possible. And I yeah, think, I think, yeah,
3: or well, given we got one result last year and we got another one this, like, yeah. Yeah, this weekend, definitely needs to be reviewed again.
0: Mm. Yeah, I look, let's take it with half glass half full approach and say look we've got both scenarios now at least we can learn from what has happened and probably and hopefully make
3: better racing
1: so you reckon that's your view on it then maddie that like if once you get past like let's say five laps to go it should just be red flag
3: any incident that causes a safety car well i mean what other what other way can they go about it now like last year i disagree with how it went and even if that was the rules i still Mm. disagree with it because the fact that they only let the main two, the front two, unlap yeah. or get to the front, and then everyone else w- didn't really matter. Well, then it's like, well, what about all the other battles in the midfield? You're like, what if there's a, yeah. a a key battle for points there? But that's, you just the disregard race wasn't it completely. About that. No one gave a fuck. About but that's yeah. But from a I like a regu- from a regulator <laughs> from a regulator, you're meant to be neutral. You're meant to be you like it's yeah. meant to be uniform.
0: Yeah, it is. But I don't know I'm all about I'm all for entertainment. Mm. anyway, yeah. on that same note I've yeah. got to bring up an unpopular opinion I think it's an unpopular opinion, I'm keen to hear your thoughts, and I've said I did bring this up on a pod a while ago, but look, we're now through three three quarters of the season mm. um, and obviously you can never compare last season to this season because they're very two very different things, it's a whole new generation of cars, different drivers, all that, mm. but I would argue the new cars and regulations have made the sport more boring
3: and the whole point Ooh. was to the make fact
0: them more you, entertaining because
3: yeah, they should be battling more. The
0: fact that you can race closer is actually more boring, in a way. Yeah. I would say the, the wind turbulence added for a variable that made racing harder and more difficult and there were more dive bombs. And again, this comes back to my idea that sport is about entertainment. Mm. There's been way less crashes and chaos this year. The cars are bigger. Yeah. Right,
1: I mean, quite so, you though, know, like a word. <laughs> His Silverstone crash was pretty chaotic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I don't know. I just think the bigger cars and the new regulations have just made this season a little bit more boring than it could have. Drivers yeah. just seem less punchier. They're, they're not pinning the cars as much. There's yeah. less risky behaviour going on. And if you're talking purely from an entertainment perspective, which is why I watch F1, um, it's boring.
1: I get what you're saying, because like like the car performance last year there was a bigger gap between each of the teams so naturally if you have a bigger gap between the teams it's it's easier for the faster car to overtake the slower car that, that yeah. just makes perfect sense if you've got cars and they're all within one tenth of a second and they line up fastest to slowest they're going to finish pretty much fastest to slowest that's the whole argument against qualifying it's like you've literally lined them up in the perfect order for them to for now the, go, for there to be no, for, for no there to overtaking. The no only yeah. yeah. actually adds overtaking is the variables that you can't control, like the track conditions, the tires, yeah. um, in some respects the fuel loads, engine performance, and the drivers.
0: Yeah, but you can't win because even then with the uh, sprint races that exacerbates that even more yeah because you've just even played, if it is slightly yeah. out of order, then reorders it, in then a re-orders race exactly. it by, yeah. the race.
1: you've <laughs> just given them the first stint of the race and then you've given them another standing start to like have another go at sorting themselves out fastest to slowest yeah which is essentially like all racing is so like I, I understand that point of view I think the only thing is that in some ways like watching cars be way way closer together is more exciting than watching cars like getting you know getting really massive fields of uh, field spread throughout the race that's Probably the only downside, and I think the other big negative for this season, and like you can thank my boys Ferrari for this one, is that there was no championship. That's fight. that's what if, I was gonna say. If as there's well. a championship fight, we're looking at this season completely differently. That is, Com- yeah, that
0: is a very fair point. Complete yeah.
3: different lens. If you like, if Ferrari were up there and it wasn't so easy for Max, like we'd be coming back here yeah. every week, gone. Even if the rest of the field, I mean, every other year has been the same. It's usually yeah. the top two teams and the rest of the field. Yeah, there's battles between them here and there, but. This year, there isn't even a battle at the top because Ferrari can't match it. And like a maybe between Mercedes and Ferrari, but... Yeah.
1: And I think like last... There. Yeah, like last season, you had boring races sometimes. Like, don't get me wrong. You had some absolute classics that are going to go down in history. But you had some boring races, but you watched them and you sat there absorbed because you knew that like every single race mattered. The points were adding yeah. up. Yeah. And every little result, like you watched Max fucking slog it out until, until 8th in Hungary or whatever with a damaged car. Because you're like, you knew that that point was the difference between winning or losing the title. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you don't have that sense this year. Like Max could literally go on holidays now for five weeks. Well, races.
3: something, I think he's got one more race. He wins the next race. He's he, won he, won the can, he can win in
1: three weeks. Yeah, that is
0: yeah. F- no, yeah, it's Singapore. He can yeah, he can win in Singapore. Take it away. So is that, mm. they'll celebrate it at Singapore if he wins, mm. pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't yeah. that be funny? Crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's, yeah, probably a bit early to call. Again, look, during the Mercedes domination era, mm. I don't know. It's just something about these new cars that just irks me a little bit.
3: It's also the first year we've had them. Like, mm. I think yeah, you've got to the give them a bit of a yeah, time. Give them to to some leeway. Give them some time. And know. there is
0: a bit of a spread in the sense that like everyone's trying different things, and like you say, like the development will come together and people will get closer in that sense because yeah. they kind of all somewhat copy each other, yeah. copy the, the best thing about each.
3: Part I mean, of the look car. at look at the difference from Mercedes at the start of the season to now. And they're making these improvements ad hoc like throughout the season. Give them like an off-season going into next year. They'll probably be up there again and battling with um, Red Bull definitely and probably even Ferrari if they can get their shit together.
1: Yeah, and I think that'd be... That's like the genesis for F1. That's like where they want to be at with three really, really top teams or probably, I mean, in a perfect world, they want all the teams to be top. Everyone, yeah. They want at least three top teams mixing it up at the front every week. Yeah. That'd be perfect if you if you could achieve that
0: for sure um did you have any takeaways from the race that we haven't talked about me sorry yeah you, you haven't been in I oh it was out
3: <laughs> no it was me but i didn't look i enjoyed the race i enjoyed it mainly because naturally i gravitate towards the aussies and Danny was having a good race until mm, it uh, i went tits up so yeah exactly which i wasn't overly worked up about it was disappointing more so but yeah it, honestly i was a bit bored like it was the start was good with max flying through and carlos flying through and then i felt like from the race perspective it was all based on strategy like can we get this uh overcut on the card and can we like can we slot in here before yeah. that freaking train rolls through and like can we get in front of them yeah. so it was all that rather than like the racing and overtaking so like from a viewer i understand it but i was like oh i was like I was watching it but I was like losing interest and then the fucking safety car and I was like oh dude I'm going to bed this race ain't finishing and then I woke up and I was like it didn't finish
0: yeah look I wouldn't call it boring I thought it was alright but
3: it started all right, and then it just plateaued for me
1: I think we've had worse races this season but we've also definitely had better races yeah and Monza uh, like as a circuit has also delivered far better races in the past 100% Yeah. yeah yeah
0: like last year's race was so much more action packed
1: yeah and I think, I'll touch on that
3: actually, I think I had high expectations considering how the grid started. Yeah. I didn't think yeah, that yeah. That was Max the big would thing. be straight to the front before the end of the first lap. Like,
0: I guess this is why I'm sort of blaming the new cars and the regulations is it shouldn't be like that. He's it,
1: like, yeah, you should. You feel like it should have been harder for him.
0: It should have been harder, not just for Max, but with a mixed-up grid, it was a perfect concoction. Like, if you had on a recipe for like it was the best so F1 race spread. ever. Yeah. You've got a mix-up grid. You're at Monza, yeah. which is like renowned for good racing, mm. like hard corners to overtake. Like Turn 1 itself is always chaotic. Yeah. Um, it was mm. the, the perfect recipe for chaos.
1: Yeah, and they didn't even have a pile-up at Turn 1. They all, no. they all got through there with no issues.
0: Yeah. Did you guys hear what George Russell said in the post-race interview to like Oh, yeah. About <laughs> Montoya? Yeah. So, Bit of a George throwback. Russell, I didn't know this, but George Russell is a huge fan of Montoya. Um, it's his one of, one of his favourite his classic races, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he, I found this on Reddit. There was this video where they interviewed him when he was eighteen, mm. and George said um, that when they asked him who would he race if he could race anyone in yeah. his history of F one, he said Montoya. So he loves a fan, yeah. And um, when they were talking, asking him about going to Turn One, it was him and Leclerc side by side, and. Leclerc, Leclerc sort of squeezed him a bit, and he sort of had to go off, Had to go offline, yeah. um, and he said it was like what Montoya said in two thousand and four towards Michael Schumacher. I think it was. Mm. He said Montoya said in this interview, he said he couldn't see me, so I must not have been there, just like taking the piss. Mm. Wait,
3: George Russell said that and reference Montoya. I just said it actually, about saying Leclerc. like that's yeah, what like Leclerc did. Like you know, he just he didn't Paraphras- say me paraphrasing, paraphrasing Montoya. Yeah. yeah, but this was on turn one, right? Turn yeah. one, yeah.
1: When Leclerc kind of like crowded him out, and and, sort he's, of and
3: he's going off the yeah, speed we, arms, yeah. yeah, dude, fucking yeah, There's like half half a car's length to freaking work with there. What yeah. do you expect?
0: But he was taking the piss. It was it wasn't like a. But no,
3: there was one that got pushed off, and I, I don't know if it was Russell, and then instantly got onto the no. It was, um, I think it might have been with Checo, but it was someone, it was, it was a driver that pushed the other driver off and he was trying to defend himself saying- Oh, that, I like, think it was Gasly
1: or something He was like trying that. to defend yeah.
3: himself and I was like, dude, like- There's no room anyway. There's no room yeah. anyway, relax. Like, no one's going to fault you for it. But they
0: always do that. They're like, they always like they always straight onto the yeah. mics
3: to try and defend their cause because they know that goes out and it's public and stuff like that. It's like, relax. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking drive.
0: Um, just on a very other note, very different note, sorry. Um, a very mildly interesting fact again, that I saw on social media. Yeah, let's Was go. that the bottom three drivers in the championship, Nick DeVries, Nicholas Latifian, Nico Hulkenberg, all have variations of Nick, but in different ways. Nick? So Nick. you got Nick, so NYCK. You, Nick,
3: you're destined to be at the bottom.
0: Nicholas and Nico, yeah.
3: Mm. So I mean, to be fair, two of them that don't actually race all year round and they still are above the one that does.
0: Well, technically, Hulkenberg is last in the championship, but...
1: Oh, is it's not TP. no, because he appeared in uh, Saudi Arabia, and Bahrain. Yeah, I think it was those two. Yeah. Oh yeah, when Vettel had COVID. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, that's when he came in. Yeah, and he drove for
0: Aston. Yeah.
1: Mm.
3: Well, I was like, don't name, your kid Nick. Can I just
1: say, by the way, guys, I put a lot
3: of F one bets on in my life. I oh. made a your one on the mate. weekend was elite. It was elite. You're a dog because so, you didn't send it through earlier, where well, we could have jumped on. <laughs> so on it. So what but,
0: happened was, is, like the race is about to start. They're doing the um the formation lap. And I was like, shit, I should put a bet on. Like, why not? It's Bonza. Like, something the fuck's going to happen. And I went on a sports bet and it was literally counting down for a minute to bet. So I was like, oh, shit. And there was one, I was like, Leclerc, uh, sorry, Verstappen to win Leclerc podium. And I was like, easy dub. Yeah, $2.20. But I was like, it's risky. Like, one of them probably knowing
3: Bonza. And a Ferrari in that bet. You never know. know, You you can't trust it.
0: And then I was like, fuck it. I'll go into like the $8 to $20 section. Just have a laugh. And I find both Aston Martin's to retire for like $20 odds. I was like, how could you not do that? Like, That's a
3: good bet. That was a good bet. when you put that
0: in. Yeah, and oh, the better retires, his engine blows out. And I posted, I was like, surely the other one goes. And yeah. Sure enough.
1: Yeah, but you didn't want to tell us about it before you put it in, eh? dog? Well, you find some pretty funny. There are some niche yeah. ones on there. The one, the one that I've still got going from the start of the season is a VSC or a safety car in every single race. Has there it gone? Yeah, it has. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've been ignoring the cash out as it creeps up and up. Yeah, and yeah. Don't, don't I'm look like at I'm it. not cashing this what out. Was the what's the payout if you get it? I think the 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 stake that I put on it was 5. I think the payout's 500. Oh. If I if yeah. it, nice. if it continues to the end of the season. That's
3: a good one. I write that. Yeah. yeah. You did last year before the season. You had Max to win it, right? I, yeah, I put a bet on during
0: testing last year that Max is going to win the championship. That would be See, right. I don't
3: have the patience to put season-long bets,
1: eh? Like, I'm I mean, so my Ferrari patient. ones went out the window after, like, fucking round three, so... <laughs> you know what? At the
3: start uh, of the season, you would have been like, fuck, you know what? We're on here. Yeah. But nah. that's the thing. It's always, like... I should have that, I taken the cash <laughs> out. <laughs> that one, he should have taken the cash out.
0: Yeah. You, got, you can't have confidence too early on. That's when they don't work out. And also, if you send your tips to your mates, that's when you don't win.
3: mm
1: so that's why you didn't send them to us. So yeah. that's why you kept it really, really quiet until about 100%. like 40 when he blew up. Because
0: all the ones I've told my mates, because I've got a group chat with Mason School. They never and me. every time I send them in chat, I get fed now because they're like, they're always taking oh, the piss. Like, like, when are you going to win a fucking bet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you suck, bro. Like, all this shit. So I'm yeah, like, I, just, the I screenshots came on the, the weekend shot, now. and now I just send the winnings, yeah. Yeah, send the screenshot now. 100%. Um, look, before we wrap up, just another brief moment on uh, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Did you see his outfit on the weekend?
3: I did. It's pretty swaggy it
1: was I don't mind like look he actually delivered this weekend
3: he's he's a trendsetter I mean not necessarily something I'd wear but I can always appreciate it and he rocks what he wants so I respect it it
0: looked good he was wearing like the the purple turtleneck Mm. with like a purple suit jacket and then a purple jacket over the top pride of sunnies and a beanie looked like he was going to fucking Antarctica
3: but it was actually (laughs) on a 40 degree day yeah it's freaking hot there and he's rocking all that like it's a bit unwell, but... I <laughs> it's mean, a
0: bit unwell, yeah. It is a no bit No pain, no gain. <laughs>
3: you know, like, what do they say? Beauty's pain. Like, yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, he's got a stylist for sure, right?
3: I don't know if he does. I reckon it's actually his own pickings. And you he's reckon? also got a mad bank account to back it, so... No, true. I Surely, can at his, at his
0: level, you're paying someone to style you every weekend.
3: I don't know. He's, like, pretty artistic. Like, he plays music. He tries to get involved in a heap of, like, arty projects. He's probably picking his own wardrobe.
1: Could yeah. be.
0: You know who else look good? Uh, Vettel He's finally sort of Done his hair he's up He's got like A oh. burger now He's no longer looking like A 50 year old who's homeless he He's cleaned sort up of looking little like, little. like, yeah, like beyond, beyond. Some surfer bros There, like was, there. was all yeah, those
3: um, 70s tennis player memes Coming out Yeah, And they were putting him In the photos I, th- I rated the look The headband The mo- it, looks, it looks clean I like it
1: He's just looking more And more German Like if he he's, shaves he's, that Into he a mullet <laughs>
3: Put a, oh. a <laughs> litre of beer In his hand
0: Yeah
1: well, that'll be it's him next him year. As soon as he's done, I reckon he's parking up. He's primed for retirement. He's just like German farmer look. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, sort that of will yeah, just be parked up yeah. somewhere. Sinking yeah. beers.
0: Another thing I saw on social media um, that I just want to touch on, sort of not F1 related, but we talked about them last week, was um, Ryanair. You know, <laughs> <laughs> They're at it again. <laughs> they're at it again, but this is not F1 related. I just thought it was so funny that I, I had to I had to bring it up. They, Someone tweeted at Ryanair basically saying, seriously, Ryanair, I paid for the window seat and they posted a photo of the emergency exit door with like, no window on it but it has this <laughs> tiny little peephole like to see outside the right glory and replies Hulk.
3: and they just circle the little peephole <laughs> <laughs> and say Jesus. nothing yeah. they're good Ryanair is undefeated like Speak- I always see their TikToks coming up and they're always yeah. taking the fears
1: speaking of weird things from the weekend two things from that coverage one where was Martin's grid walk
3: they
0: don't do it every race, which
1: I found but out. But like, that oh. surely that's a grid for it. Like Sylvester that. Stallone was on the yeah, show. I would oh, love to see to him it. with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> you wouldn't have understood it. And two, what the fuck was going on with the audio? <laughs> you couldn't hear. You nothing. couldn't hear the anthem. You couldn't hear the crowd after the race. Mate, it was like, you know, weird.
3: <laughs> you know, I thought it was. I was watching it through my laptop in bed. And I was like, man, my laptop's carked. There. I can not hear nothing." And I'm like, "What's going on?" And then like I checked our chat, and he's like, "All like talking about like what's going on." And then I was like, "Oh, it must be Brown." But yeah, what the hell was going on there? Like I the whole anthem didn't hear nothing. They had though. Andrea
1: Bocelli there, just like belting. How do you have Bocelli
3: there and you don't hear nothing? They would have yeah.
0: paid a good like bit of money for him to do that. And, like, yeah. No he's
3: coming it. here soon, actually. Is he? Yeah. They're, they sold tickets for it. We buying oh. tickets. I want him. Yeah. They're not cheap, are they? No. I he's can't expensive. Man I to go see.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, go see. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, look, we've got another summer break round two mm. Yeah. Time to rip off the um off the shorts again and get the G strings out.
3: Well, they're going into winter over there. Oh, they're going out of Europe, but and they're going into Singapore. Yeah, so I get the G strings out whatever, the G-strings you time, getting, oh. whatever you wear in your own time, Dan, it'll
1: be whatever you wear in your own time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. What do you guys?
0: Uh, what's what are we thinking for Zing- Singapore? Singapore. <laughs> is,
1: is Max gonna take away the There's championship? There's a sponsorship we never knew we needed. <laughs> for <a> race. <laughs> KFC Zing- Cross boxes, Singapore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's done in Singapore. I think Max wins it and that's it. Yeah, we're doing donuts at the end of it. Yeah, I don't sure. see anyone else topping it.
0: We wanted to go. I remember we were talking about ages ago, mm. trying to get tickets, but they sold out. I remember they were talking well, about doing was at, two
3: weekends in a row.
1: Yeah, there was. Um, so, is, after Singapore? Is it Russia? Japan.
3: So I thought it was yeah, the Russia weekend they were looking at replacing with. Oh, maybe was, they were just going to replace it. Mm. They weren't going to be back to back. I think they were just going to replace that yeah, weekend. Yeah, but they just scrapped it. Yeah, they scrapped so the it. They took completely. A race
1: away. Yeah. Singapore would be a sick race to go and see because, like, straight after the race finishes, like night time, you're in the city. You could just go straight out,
3: and yeah. it's so busy. I remember I went. A few years back, I went like probably half, like uh, three days or four days after the race. Mm. The Like the track was still up and whatnot, but it was so busy. Like there's so much going on, parties everywhere. Yeah, it's good.
1: That's it's like awesome. A,
3: it's like the Asian Monaco kind of thing. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I've mm. got a
0: couple of friends going. I'm very jealous. So,
1: be it's so hot, it's and, so muggy. And yeah, and they haven't had a race for two years now as well, I think. Mm. So it, it will be, it'll it be cracking. It'll be busy. The yeah. crowd will be pumping. For sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: Mm. Well, um, I'm sure you guys will see some content of us over the next few weeks. But until Singapore, we'll uh, let you enjoy yeah, nice sort of semi summer break.
1: Off to get a zinger now. After that, yeah, zinger yeah.
0: boxes on the I'm way. Hungry?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> KFC sponsor us. See you next week. See you later. later see See in a few weeks.